Do you remember that song? No. It was like spelled like WhatsApp with you. <laughs> I I'm, don't. I'm looking it up. Okay. It went WhatsApp. Was it Eddie Murphy? God, oh, what? God, was it? I feel like, man, why can I? I'm never going to find it. Eddie Murphy, WhatsApp with you. <laughs> it was him and Michael Jackson. Remember that? Oh, was that song? Yeah, and they were like in the clouds. Yeah. Oh my Christ, that song. Wise up, oh, wise up, wise up with you. Man, I'm going to listen to that jam when the show's over. <laughs> By the way, you're listening to Not For Nothing with your host, Chris and Chris. <laughs> Cold open, Chris. Cold open. I love it. It's hot stuff. Hot. The way of the future. <laughs> if ever, I think I think Pete Holmes does this too. He like has guests on, and they're like, "When are we going to start recording?" He's like, "Oh, we've we've been recording." <laughs> <laughs> See, it's great because it catches people off guard, and they're they're like comfortable talking already. They're not like, "Oh God, I gotta I gotta like be get, on now." Get in your mind frame. Yeah, I uh, yeah. also that like was up with you just came out of nowhere. I was only recording because I wanted to sound check, but now we won't have a sound check, and this might sound like shit. Who knows? Oh, great. let's just roll with it. Last time it turned out so well when you didn't sound check. <laughs> we did a second show. There, there are two last episodes of Not For Nothing, which we'll release at some point as special bonuses to our one millionth subscriber. They'll get to hear me drunk in France and us doing a podcast from the inside of an oil tanker. Those are the two last episodes, if I remember. Yeah, correctly. that's right. The oil tanker one, too. I forgot about that. So, Chris, speaking of music... I feel like we always do the podcast where we're like, oh, we're sad because this person died and we do like a little like in, memor- in memoriam. Ooh, are we going to be happy that someone died? No, we're, someone's, uh, um, someone's almost dead and we get to get ahead of it. Oh, right. And that's sad. Indeed. It's sad. Uh, the, everybody's trying to get like the first on this. Everyone's trying to hot take it. But Jesus, got, leave this poor man alone. DMX has been dead three times. It's like, stop. Like, just like I last night, his Wikipedia was like, had his death date as April 8th. Today, he's miraculously risen. He's died more times than Tupac. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) X finally passed Tupac. There's his life goal. Well, I I mean, if he's going to have a legacy, like, let's let's have it be that, maybe. So, speaking of legacy, I wanted to run this past you. DMX, uh, doesn't matter how you feel about his music. He, he, Put a, he definitely, I'd say, I'd say he kind of took what Tupac was doing and went to a whole other level. I was never a huge DMX fan, mm. like from the beginning, yeah. but I'd say like there were plenty of people who like bit his shit. Like I'd just say like he didn't like bite Tupac at all. Like he had his own path. I'm not, right. I'm not, I'm, right, I don't want right, to start right. start anything. But like without DMX, there's no Jaw Rule. Like he, uh, like there's like there yeah, were so many imitators. I I think. Um, even if it wasn't my cup of tea necessarily. Now, later on, once I got over myself, I definitely revisited DMX and have, and have grown to love him. I don't know what your thoughts are. 
But uh, uh, I was I, okay. So I was yeah. I was never like totally into DMX, but like I know the songs that came on. You know, the Rough Riders anthem and shit like that. Like right, it's like yeah. dope. I love that song. Yeah. You know, and, like I I mean I don't know if it's a good song or not, and I don't care. I but I like it when it comes on and I listen to it. And I I but I yeah I never I never it never got me to go buy his albums and get further into him. I don't own a single DMX album. I can honestly no, I can say that with all no. honesty. Yeah. I was more I don't even like, know if, if I own his songs or the, if I ever like downloaded his songs either necessarily. If I was if I was going to go if I was if I was looking for that kind of sound, I went to like Mystical. Like that was my, like I preferred that version of Okay. Like if you're going to scream in my face, like I would rather it be Mystical than him. But I do remember, like, there was a stretch there in the late 90s, like, he dropped two, he was, it felt like he was just dropping a record a week, like, there was the Flesh of My Blood or whatever, and then the X record, those were, those records, like, came out, like, I want to say, like, one right after the other, like, they, mm-hmm. like, I worked at the Virgin Megastore right at that time, and I felt like we were always dropping a new DMX record, which is probably the reason I wasn't that into him either, like, it felt <laughs> a little, like, an oversaturated yeah, I mean, he might have done that to himself, but he was also probably, you know, maybe he was trying to cash in because he, he sort of disappeared quickly, too. And then you were like, you never kind of heard from him again, I feel like, at least. Well, so that's what I or he never to, had like a hit or that, something. That's what I wanted to talk to you about was like, since since the, we can't really speak to the musical side of DMX, I did want to bring up his acting chops yeah. a little bit because I love him as an actor. Like, yes. I belly. Well, like, I feel like he was like that. Was that like his was it? Was that his first movie? I want to feel like B- Belly, which was a it was which is was. Uh, that movie. I loved that movie for no reason. I loved Tommy that movie. Buns Bundy. Yeah, Gone in sixty seconds. I mean, there's like Exit Wounds, which Exit I wounds. which is a fantastic movie. Like you just <laughs> have to represent it. But and you, I think he might be like flirted on like TV shows. He's on The Wire. He was on Rick and Morty. I mean, just all over the place. But Exit Wounds. Exit Wounds, he, was, he should have been the star of that movie. It's, he is the star of that movie. He is the star of that movie. Yes. I, right. the, the moment X dies, I'm putting on fucking Exit Wounds because he's so incredible in that. It is a, it's, a, it's a masterpiece. It's, and I love Belly, too. Like I, as, as bad as that movie is, I, lo- I loved that movie. I don't care. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I remember that movie necessarily. But, really? Um, oh, man. Like Cradle to the Grave, I somehow I remember more than that, and I don't even not sure I remember Cradle to the Grave. So I was with Jet Li. Yeah, I, I, I mean he just was a natural actor, and it's like yeah. his, his acting career alone. Huge I think you'd be like, oh, he had a successful acting career, even if he wasn't a huge, huge influential rapper. Mm-hmm. His acting career, and the thing is, like, so my favorite performance of his is from Top Five, the the Chris Rock movie. Where oh, he's, never he's you've never seen it? Oh man, no. it's like the first, it's the, it's like the first good fucking Chris Rock movie since like, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> maybe New Jack City. Like it's New like New Jack City, yeah, yeah. It is. It's it's a it's a it's like a rom com. I saw it on New Year's Day. It was I remember very vividly. And DMX has a cameo in it, but he's not. It's not a cameo because he's not DMX, but he is kind of DMX. Um. Yeah. And he's just, it's so endearing. He's so incredible. You, it's, I, I, 
honestly, like you should watch that movie. I think it's a it's a worthwhile movie. Rosario Dawson's awesome in it. Yeah, Jamie I have Smooth wanted to. Awesome it, looked, it. it appealed to me. I just yeah. never took the time to watch it. Yeah, it's a it's it's a great. I I personally love love that. I think it's it's my favorite Chris Rock movie ever. It's a good rom com if you want to sit down with the lady. Uh, I think check, he made it right and directed it. He did, yeah. yeah and it's yeah. it's I so I would say watch watch that movie like that's that is the that is where you get to see like a really gentle and intelligent and musically like inclined DMX. Like remember when he did like fucking Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? Like you're like, oh my god, DMX can actually like perform. Like it's amazing. So anyway, so I, I do I do wonder because you're you're. We sort of you touch on something there like he he actually like acts in that movie you know and like, or like has you see a little bit more to him maybe in that little in that little cameo of a role or whatever you want to call it and i wonder if like i've always wondered why he wasn't in more movies in like you know stuff like maybe even like the fast and the furious franchise or something like that in my crack, mind crack like, dude crack <laughs> i think crack yeah but it, like he would be so good and except instead of like tyrese gibson in those movies or something i'd rather see DMX, you know what I mean? Yeah, or or, or ja Rule. But then but then yeah. I'm also like, you know, sort of is it telling on myself that in the way that maybe he he was getting either stereotyped or 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 the roles that you know they, people wanted him to be in were, were like the same kind of roles and he was just like, no, nah, I don't want to keep doing this. He might have been right? a, he, he might have been wanted a nightmare. to do something bigger he, or different. He might have been a nightmare to work with. I don't I don't know. That could have been too, right? I mean, sure. But, but he did those two Jet Li movies. What's there's another one? Uh fuck with Aaliyah. It's a there's I know like there are two jetly yes yes that's it <laughs> like those movies are awesome like they're if you want like that, he could have been a pretty good action star kind of I think dude. he still should be a good action star in fact that was something I wanted to talk to you about is that there's this article in the, the New in New York magazine this week about uh, Randall Emmett the producer that uh, makes these things called the geezer teasers which are like where washed up actors go to make like basically straight to streaming movies oh he's got like 110 of them like he's and he, he's done he's hasn't directed one yet but apparently he's going to but he's it's oh, all it's from like wicker man to heist like hard kill like all those ones that like val kilmer and now uh bruce willis is in like yeah. all of the nick cage movies like yeah. that the there's a great article i highly recommend you read it because this guy like these actors love him like they don't You'd think like they'd be like, oh, shamefully going to him, but like Travolta, De Niro, Pacino, like these guys, like they're like, we want to make a quick couple mil, right? Doesn't alienate our fans, right? It's it's want to work. The we job is e- the the work is easy, yeah. And like, it's like I just saw I just saw Bruce Willis in that it was on TV. I I didn't actually watch it. I watched like twenty minutes of it, and it was like it's the remake of Death, Death Wish. Yeah, I've the, that, that he did a couple years ago, that's and this I was guy. like, "That's this Emmett Rand or Randall Emmett guy, Randy." Emmett. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was like, "But I, yeah, but I was kind of thinking, you know, like, well, actually, where did Bruce Willis just go? Like in the last five to eight years? Well, he's like, been he in, hasn't he's done been anything. Been in Hard like, Kill. He's been in Survive the Night. Go on Netflix, dude. You'll right, it, right. So that's all, what I'm saying. Like, but but these guys do still work, and like they do make. But you're right. So there's that whole other like sort of section where a lot of these. My guys dad go. is the target audience for these this crap. Like. He's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm oh, gonna be. Oh, for sure. You're like, yeah. oh, Val Kilmer and Sly Stallone are in a movie that I don't have to think about, and they just shoot things. Like Ryan <laughs> Phillippe is. I was so that was the question I wanted to ask you. Like these types of movies, these like Steven Seagal was the yeah. early person yeah. for this, but yeah. he's just become so crazy that he can't yeah. be in anything anymore. Yeah. But like, who's who would 
I have a couple ideas. Like, who do you think is like the future of the geezer teaser? Like, who do you, who do you think like now that DMX is clearly not? <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> um, that's a shame because yeah, DMX would be great. In <laughs> geezer teaser movies. I love that name too. That's a great. Um. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, Tom Cruise is the obvious one, but I don't know if his too pride big. would ever allow him to do that. There'll be a point. There'll be a point. I guess. I guess. But I, I think he's too, he just, he, he makes so much money, I think, internationally, too. Right. And he'll just make his own movies, I think, yeah. then. Right? Yeah. He'll he's just a, do his own a, thing or something. He's, it's, he's not. So I have an idea. Besides okay. Ryan Phillippe, who's like, a, he's, he's already there. Like, he's going to, like, this is meant for him. I don't know if he's got, like, acting, like, our action chops, but, like, Benicio del Toro feels like the like he's almost becoming a parody of himself, and yeah, and I could see him taking a turn into this realm. Like okay. maybe as yeah. just a pure villain, yeah. but like he is, he's such a caricature at this point, and he won an Oscar. Like there's still a draw. Like if you saw his name, sure. you'd be like, oh, sure. but like the he falls into that Val Kilmer sort of like. He, I don't even think he's a real human being anymore. Like he's like he's morphing <laughs> into like Mickey Rourke, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I got you. Like he used to be cool, but now he's just kind of like gross and like. Ugh. So that was my that was my the my when I when I came up with this concept of trying to come up with other versions of of geezer teaser actors. He was the one who jumped to mind. I don't know if yeah. you have any. If you have any thoughts on, like, you watch more of this garbage than I do. I mean, do you think, like, Marky Mark, is he, is he going to do, the, like, is, I know you he, love him he, more than anyone, so <laughs> I know he's your fave. Um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, a, it's, it's a really weird question, because I can't, I can't happen to any of these guys, but, like, I feel like Marky Mark has, like, a little more uh, other things going on, too, though, you know? Does he? Yeah, I think he does. You know, like with the what, Wahlbergs like, what, the and like burgers? all these other things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Where he doesn't, he might not have to feel like he has to act for the, the rest burgers. Of you know? Because he might, he might just be like, listen, I'd rather not do these. And than, make garbage than... burgers that no yeah. one wants. Yeah. I got, you know, he's got, his, he's got money like in other places maybe. Like that he might not have to just do these geezer teasers. But they, but again, they make a lot of money. So if like who wouldn't do these movies though? Basically, yeah. it's probably I mean, the correct answer. 50 Cent makes them. He does them all the goddamn time. Right? That See, exactly. Is... So, you know, people want to make money and get paid. So, like, I don't think anybody's off the table. But two names that kind of just jumped out at me for some reason um, is, like, Keith or Sutherland. Natural. Like, he's, he's already, like, is I, he big I don't screen? know if he's just, like, he is, too yeah. big of a dick to, like, do this or something, too, though. Maybe. He, right? He's know. like, I'd rather just do heroin and, like, fucking not fuck a, off. I, I, yeah, maybe. You know? But, like, the one that really shifts is, like, Ben Affleck. Yeah. It's gonna happen. That's a guarantee. Because he wants to make these action kind of movies. And he he sucked, wants to kind of. Yeah. He sucked at Batman, these. right? Like that was like the whole knock on him. Yeah, I mean, he was okay actually. He wasn't the worst. I don't watch Batman. those movies, so I don't know. Yeah, he wasn't the worst Batman ever. Um, Val Kilmer might have been, or George Clooney was. Um, but that's a whole other show topic discussion. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, but there's certain dudes like. Um, uh, like Nick Cage is the perfect example. Like that, but that he's, dude, he lives a certain lifestyle. But he, but he, he needs opened. Money. He, but he, he. I feel like it would kind of morphed from Seagal to Cage. Like when right. Nick Cage made Interval. like Bad Lieutenant Protocol 
or Wicker Man. Like he and and needed the money, obviously, but like had some success doing it. I think that that's where this market opened up for the like the Travoltas, you know, like the people right, that and, the, and Bruce Willis and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're like oh, the, he was the Godfather of this. I think you're like yeah. You can be a once successful actor. You can be an Oscar winning or Oscar nominated actor, and yeah. and flip this into a into another career. Now, not yeah. to be completely sexist, is there anyone you see like I see like Gabrielle Union? Like I could see women jumping into this shit too. Like I, I think she. I mean, honestly, I think she's already doing it. And there was that one where it was like she did like the break in movie where she's like protecting her family and some people come to rob her house or whatever. Ooh, I and that felt that. like a, it, you know, it feels like one of those sort of like direct to to to, to video movie kind of concepts, and you're like, this probably isn't that good, but you're getting paid, and so yeah, I could see her. I could see um, oh man, like Will Smith. Yeah, he's probably too paid though, right? Uh, maybe. What's Nia know, Long like, up again, to? Is like, Nia again, Long is he, Nia Long against this? Like I like I could I would watch her in anything. I know, right? Um, yeah, I feel, but see, I feel like it's harder for women because there's not that already that market there for them to sort of break into and consistently do it because other people would, the other women who were maybe slightly bit older than the, than the than can't like be a white woman though. A white woman can't hold an action movie. Like, can you think of a white woman that can hold an action movie? Uh, not Besides a hard Kill Bill, like that action movie. Um, actually, you know one that I, I just watched and I was fairly impressed by her was Jennifer Gardner in that Peppermint one. There you go. That she could which, do. Which, which was actually kind of, and she's done like the but comic she, book hero one well, too. she did the, t- the whole TV show was the whole, right. like the alias. alias right. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. She, she was actually it. pretty decent in that, in that, um, in that action movie. I'm uh, a fan. Peppermint. Like it, it was fairly believable that she could like a kick, you know, like 20 dudes ass in like one round. Yeah. She can fight. Um, Hillary Swank. Could she do it? Maybe. I, I could actually see, um, you know who actually, uh, like Char- Charlize Theron, I think would actually be good. Yeah. She's been doing some action movies lately. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Like a couple of them start like training and like they, they learn how to, you know, they, they actually go to like the, the boot camps or whatever to learn how to like fight and stuff. And some of them get into it, I think. And they kind of like it. I, I like those. I like those options. Now, could they hold a movie on their own? Probably not because it, it's a misogynistic like audience. Yeah, to some degree. I mean, so Char- Charlize got- like. Seems it's got to be, gotta be like Vin Diesel and Charlize like together, you know. <laughs> she can hold some movies on her own right now, so I think she could keep doing it and stuff too. Um, do you remember yeah, that super? Do you remember that movie Hancock? Was that Charlize Theron? Yeah, that movie secretly I fucking dug. Like I hate, good. I hate superhero movies. I'm not a mm-hmm. big Will Smith guy, but mm-hmm. I fucking dug. Like I saw that, and maybe it's because I'm a Peter Berg guy. As yeah. we, as w- was w- well documented on this <laughs> podcast, <laughs> I so yeah I don't know man I like I liked that movie Hancock. In fact, I'd probably rewatch it at this point. That, that... I I watched it not too long ago, and it's you know it's it's not a terrible movie. It's decent. That movie made five hundred million dollars worldwide. Can you believe it? Yeah, I can. It appeal. It's like it. You know, it's it's. I think there's a whole thing that I mean, people are slowly tying into. It, it, it's the it's the um, I don't know what the what a correct word would be, but it's it's not the it's not the on brand superheroes, right? right? It's not Marvel. It's, it's the, not DC. Yeah, it's, it's not the, those. It's like people who create and and come up with their own kind of superheroish concept, which I think appeal to a lot of people in a way. And you can kind of do more and get away with that more because you're not held to sort of the canon and the history of of these comic book superheroes. Can't and and Hancock was written by. Uh... Vince Gilligan, who 
uh, obviously went on to have a fairly decent career with Breaking Bad. So there's, oh, it's got yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's got a lot of. It had a lot of. It's got a lot of. That the dude can write, like. you know, like that dude come can come up with cool ideas and, and original ideas, which is a whole other thing that I'm sort of on about lately. Is and and re, reboot boo, boo, booting TV shows and all this stupid stuff, which I can't you know believe that they. This is like people can't come up with original ideas anymore. You just have to like recreate stuff and reboot stuff. Like this is ridiculous. It's garbage. <laughs> what? Okay, Chris. What's a show? And I think this was a con- an idea that you might have had. Well, then we'll talk about sports, I promise. We're 20 minutes in. It's fine. What's a show, what's a TV show that could never be rebooted? Oh, yeah. So I kind of had this. So I, this, this started because I just read this, that they're rebooting Frasier. Why? With Frasier? Yeah. Yeah, of course, because it's his idea because he wants to get paid. Like, and he can't work otherwise, it seems like. So, yeah. um. And I was like, oh my God, that's, that's a terrible idea. And I never really liked the show, but... What's, not, seemed- what's not to like? <laughs> and the only thing, really good thing about that show was the dad. And he's The dad he like sucks! Died. He's the worst fucking part! That fucking or- ornery fucking character actor. Brr, I'm sitting in my chair. Brr, right. Give me my little and shitty dog. that was dog. the best part of the show. And he's dead. So you can't, like, what, what are you going to do with, with Daphne. fucking... Daphne. Yeah, with Kelsey fucking Grammer doing Fuck this them show. all. Fuck that whole show. Fuck Niles. Fuck B.B. Yeah, New Earth. Right. Fuck them all. It's the right. worst spinoff. I fucking hate Frasier. Like, give me a dog toss salad and crambled <laughs> eggs. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. I fucking... That show never had a black person on it, ever. No. It's, the, that fucking show is... Gar- like, it shouldn't be remade. I think... And, a, and apparently not everybody's coming back. So it's is it like is it just fucking Kelsey Grammer? Well, then, the like, one girl's if that's a, the case, and that's just a terrible idea. Daphne's on the resident. I know because I watch that with my wife pretty much every day. Wait, uh, your wife watches like hospital drama shows? She's a doctor. Yeah, but that you can't. She I would love, think she loves it. She loves wow. the resident. That show is like her bread and butter. She it's terrible. It has the guy from Gilmore Girls who she loves, Logan. It's got the girl from. Revenge, who she loves, like it's, it's got Malcolm Jamal Warner. She love like, ev- ev- I think Tyrese might be on that show too. It's a, yeah, she loves it. Don't don't get I me started. I, I wouldn't. I would. Oh man, I wouldn't suspect that people who are in a certain field or industry would go home and watch those kinds of shows because you're like, how can you watch it? It's you like when I wrong. used to. I used to work. She's an actual resident watching a show called The Resident. <laughs> That's how. I don't think it's all professions. Doctors are just narcissists. And they love, like, they love to talk about themselves, they love to talk about their work, and they love to watch drama about their work. Like, it is, that you just have to understand that. Like, that is the, the, no one gets into medicine purely because they, like, they do it because it feels good. They like to feel good about themselves. <laughs> basketball players right. definitely watch basketball. I mean, it's the same shit. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I, I don't want to watch a show about a dude fucking putting on a concert, <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> But I, might I don't just, either. Might just be because I hate my. But I don't I really want to put on concerts anymore either. So exactly. I guess kind of so there you go, uh, right. Chris. I have one okay. show, and then we can move on. Okay, fine. Show that will never be remade. Okay. Three's Company. Yes. The entire premise can never be recreated. Although I always feel like, um, well, mm. yeah, the guy can't pretend to be gay. Exactly. You can't right. do it. Right. It's right. the you can't have it. That show cannot be remade. That's the one. When you asked me that question, I was like, Three's Company. 
Plus, yeah. I I feel like uh Jack Tripper, um, played by the the late uh John. What's it? Why can't Ritter? Ritter. He was so great, and it, like I don't. But that doesn't matter anymore. They don't care like about this whole the legacy. They don't care about the role. legacy. Yeah, and the role and and the, like they yeah. they're remaking shit. I mean, they remade. What's all the movies they have remade? That's like. You, you, Coneheads. You <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're like cult classics, and they're like, ah, oh, we'll just remake it. We don't care. Yeah, but who cares? Uh but here, okay. So, and then I, I saw, so I realized we'll go in this with a few more minutes if you don't okay. mind. That's fine. They, they also who, re who they rebooted this? Punky Brewster. Really? Yeah, and now she's like a mom who has kids, and then she adopts like one or. Is it there with the original thing. Punky Brewster? As yeah, she's yeah. It's like she's growing oh, up. Oh god, her. yeah. I watched so her, I watched her documentary. The yeah, kid, kid, ninety. If you if you want to be pretty much bored out of your mind, it's uh, it's perfect. <laughs> no, for you. I think I'll pass that one. Yeah. You know, and then they just did with Saved by the Bell, I think, or they're doing it or something. And it's well, Saved like, by the Bell's never really gone away. They feel like they've rebooted know, that they thing a thousand times. I, I, uh, but, but I do like the Full House reboot. I'm not against it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not yeah, against I it. I am. I, I just don't. Just don't leave it. Leave it be. Just come up with something new. Do something different. We love nostalgia in this country. We do, but it's because it's because we're lazy. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Right. For like sure. You can't. No one wants to like create a new show, and it's really hard to create a new show. It's and very like, oh, hard we'll to create a new show. It's show also then. hard to get a show recreated. It's hard. To, like you got to do the pilot. You got to get it passed. You got to find a network for it, and then you've got to like write it and find right. like it's. But if you just are like, here's the premise. Everybody knows it. Here's the people that were on it. Nostalgia, nostalgia. Easy peasy. Wait. You know what? Instead of rebooting all these white people shows and all these, you know, right, like hire some black writers, create some new shows that are people with of 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 color or or minorities or Asian or whatever, or just come up or women like Cosby like, Show. Let's do that one. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine reboot the Cosby Show? <laughs> Clips in jail. <laughs> <laughs> the family's destitute. <laughs> It would be great because Felicia Rashad would just be the would would just be carrying that whole show and she'd be amazing. She'd be all mad all the time. <laughs> Ahmad Rashad would be her like side piece. She'd be like, I gotta divorce Cliff. <laughs> she would just be a strong black woman just running everything around her. It'd be it would be incredible, I think. Actually, I, don't, be, I disagree. Cool. I bet she'd be fucking cockroach at this point. She'd be like cockroach sneaking in there being like, Hey, I'm just here to visit. They, oh, they, you know what they do? They, yes, they should just do that. They should focus on her with a show, and they just, it's slyly, it's a sly take on the Cosby show 30, 40 years later. Yeah. But they don't ever mention it or act like it, but it's her and it's her character. And they don't like, they don't ever talk about, you know, old Cliff because where he's at. <laughs> yeah. Like old he probably died. Old or Cliff was right? rubbing the wrong feet. <laughs> Rubbing the feet of sleeping people. <laughs> he, got, he got caught rubbing people's feet one too many times. Yeah. He had to go away. <laughs> oh, man. That would be great. Would, oh. Denise, she's back home <laughs> helping her mom. Yeah. Man, uh, I love that idea. Uh, what's her name? Um, who's the oldest one? Uh, Sandra? No, 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 no. That was uh, Sandra, Denise, and then... It, and oh then wait! Denise, oh, it was, Denise was the one. Yeah, yeah. what's her name? Then um, Rudy. Then fucking horrible Raven. Vanessa. It was Vanessa was in the middle. Yeah, Vanessa. Then Rudy. Right. Then oh, Olivia. Yeah, so Come on, man. All right. Anyway, did you even watch this show? Uh, <laughs> not since '87. <87. laughs> 
Um, here's, but I here's my here's it. I had a few. Put, I, I wanted to pass by. Put you a about fork in it. Let's do it. Wrap it up. Not rebooting these, Chris. Okay. Although this one, I think this one, I think this would be kind of funny because you could you could totally take it in a kind of different direction. Mash. No, you can't. You can't touch mash. What are you talking about? <laughs> just have no. Like, it's just it's no. just like this lowly no. Don't this lowly what, in army Afghanistan still, still like in South, South Korea, <laughs> just hanging out in like the demilitarized zone, not doing anything. I d- I what no I don't want to see it. <laughs> I think it'd be funny. I don't want to see it. I think it'd be so stupid and funny because they're just like they're you just hanging out. The like, legacy no, of that show. There's no story. They're just hanging out, not doing anything. They're not saving lives. They're just next like, shooting the shit. Next. I think okay. So the ones I do, you cannot absolutely cannot make is Cop Rock. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> Hamilton's like the biggest shit, and that's fucking. Bad rap over hit, like lame history. Cop rock would fucking crush, dude. They may, high school musical was a fucking craze. Glee. Cop rock with young people, glee, dude. Cop rock was ahead of its fucking time. It would, like that's the only problem with cop rock. People weren't ready for it. I bring it back. Yeah. I, I disagree. Uh, I think right. that would be uh, a smash it. All right. Uh, so, but here's my ultimate one that's on par. I think with you, um, is. Different strokes. Yeah, you can't. No, man, you can't. Like, or can't, fucking Webster. You can't have it, white people taking care yeah. of babies, like right. black babies. Like that show right. is not going to work anymore. You just can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't go there anymore. No. Now, no. but see, well, okay. So here's my here, my my idea was always they like, didn't even spell different right. They were like, I let's know, spell different. it stupid like that. Different. Yeah, you can't like the the that show is just beyond. Yeah, it's actually you know what you know what's really actually this is kind of it's funny ironic something i'm not sure it's odd though dana plato starred in different stro- different strokes yeah right but she also starred in a movie called different strokes was it because it's a porn yeah it's like a it's like a border it's a borderline like softcore yeah. r-rated yeah it's a porn like a threesome like yeah, yeah. softcore i've seen it stuff. Isn't that weird though that like she started two things that were like basically the same title? Well, no, it's not different. The it's it's not weird because the second different strokes was intended to hearken back different strokes. Like it was show. Oh, you think yeah. so? Oh, it was just it for, was marketed for that purpose. It was for pervert. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like uh, it wasn't like a coincidence, dude. <laughs> You were like, listen, we're making this movie. It's called Different Strokes. We want to get Dana Plato in it because she starred in a show 20 years ago before this that was called Different Strokes. No, they were like Dana Plato, who's really into methamphetamines, (laughs) will get naked now. What should we call the movie? And they were like Different Strokes, obviously. (laughs) Jesus Christ. You're killing me. I don't know. You never know. Just just checking. (laughs) I might have seen that movie. But uh, <laughs> I, there's, I, I, you have seen that movie. I will bet my life savings on that you've seen that movie. Might have owned that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, sports. You ready to talk about this? Not really, but let's go for it. Well, I've got a bone to pick, Chris. Okay. And I should have seen it coming a mile away. Oh, no. Fuck Gonzaga. Fuck this team for making me stay up till 930 twice in my lifetime to see a national championship game where these guys just completely fall apart 
even with every referee, the both announcers, all of the fans trying everything they can to keep them in this game, they just crumble under their whiteness and dissipate into a cloud of mediocrity. Like, how did we not see this coming? Gonzaga was just as bad as everyone should have predicted. Like, don't get me wrong, Baylor was lights out. They could not miss from three. But Mm -hmm. Gonzaga had every chance to get back in that game and just could not play. See, I I disagree. They didn't have every chance to get back in this game. They made one little run and they got it to like nine and then it just it it Uh -uh. like it went away again, right? Uh, But they could because they would do like a they couldn't get fucking offensive rebounds. Right. They 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 could, right, they, it was taken they, away they, from them. Baylor dominated them. They just, but the the refs were like, "Here's another foul for Timmy." They were missing free throws all over the fucking yep, place. Exactly. Like they they could have gotten back in that the game. The shots they, were short. They looked like, no. So, they looked okay, like so fucking. They looked it, zags more like zog sports. Like they looked wreck <laughs> fucking league. They looked wreck league, dude. Here's what I'll say, and I'm not making I'm not making an excuse. I'm not trying to make an excuse, and and. And I don't think they would have won necessarily anyway, but they got worked over by UCLA like uh, uh, two nights before, right? Like the, you could tell like Zags didn't, they didn't have the same energy. They didn't have their legs. They couldn't like their shots were short or they weren't making shots like they normally do. They weren't good. If, if that game was played like a, like within like a week, the weekish later or the, or the following weekend, it would have been a totally different game. It would have been a lot closer game. I don't know if Zags still would have even won that necessarily. That's on the Baylor fucking coach, so though. That's on Mark Few. He's got to be like, listen, I've been in this championship game. I've watched my team underperform and play terrible. Like we've got to fucking dig deep. We've got to be conditioned. We've got. I, I don't think they could have. I don't. Th- at that point, you Mark can't Few can go that fuck game himself. Against- that fucking guy. Baylor, like, Baylor had a cakewalk against Houston and won by twenty. They didn't have to go hard or play hard, and you know that's the, not they true. Let up. That's not true. They played great. They played great throughout. They played. They played all the way through that game. Yeah, but they didn't. They weren't battling and they weren't tested. They they weren't getting like physically against Houston, getting beat and this bothered was, and getting this their was legs 16, taken out from 17 them. all over again. Huh? This, this was this was like the sev- the 2016-17. Like as soon as that game started, I was like, oh fuck, here we go. Gonzaga is going to ruin another championship for us. Like between Gonzaga and Butler, how many fucking NCAA championships have to be ruined by boring fucking white bread basketball. Like I'm fucking I'm out on Gonzaga. I'm out okay. on them. Fuck them. Huh. Fuck Mark Few for not fucking knowing how to like win a f- get over the fucking hump. Like he he needs he needs also he does need more depth. He needs more talent on the you know to go eight nine ten guys deep. He I mean he goes is it seven maybe eight guys really? Um he yeah he couldn't keep up. They can't keep up athletically and and their depth hurt them trying to keep up with. I mean. Baylor then no three-point shooting. They're like, I'm Baylor sorry. Like, two, like, two evolve squads, with like the fucking time. Fives. Evolve with the fucking time. There's no one that could shoot a three-pointer. No one that could shoot a three-pointer. And when you're down 20, guess what? You can't fucking match threes with twos. It just doesn't fucking work. There yeah. was a, he, he like, what, he switched to a zone at some point? Big fucking deal. It's not going to help when they got a fucking light. La- got one guy who cannot one. fucking miss. Like... They, there was, they, he did not change. Like they, they were lucky to be down by 10 at half and they couldn't, fu- they did nothing they were, to fucking change. Lucky. They were lucky. They, they did nothing lucky. to change that. They came out flat and fucking bored. And I'm like, I, I, I should have fucking, I should have fucking known. I should have fucking known. And luckily I bet fucking, I, I weaseled in a fucking Baylor bet the night before that they would be a plus three at half. 
Like, I wish I would have hit that thing harder, but I like only put a, a taste on it. Yeah, and we never were able to talk about the whatever the spread was going in that game because I would have said to hit minus hit four. Baylor. Fuck that! Like, f- like, I, I, dude, I this don't is know. Baylor, Baylor was good. They were, they, they were. This is the one and two ranked teams to start. Baylor the was season. beatable by. Baylor was beatable. That was a fucking. That was Gonzaga. Just they don't. They don't get a chance like that again. I hope not. I fucking don't care about Gonzaga ever again. Like, don't ever talk me into them. Don't fucking like, fuck them F- until Mark Few's not their fucking. But head coach, he should go. I did. A go. friend of mine texted me something during the game, and he he has he has a couple friends. Uh, he's from Seattle. A couple of his friends were um, basketball players back in the day, high school, Seattle area. I kind of know them a little bit, and they still kind of are in around the game. One of them, one or two of them, were actually at the game, um, and they I think they had a couple connections to some of the Gonzaga players, or they used to used to coach him or in like for all star games and those kinds of things, or, tur- or AAU tournaments or something like that. So. Um, he texted my buddy Kevin and Kevin texted me and was like, uh, Mike was saying, um, Gonzaga just needs more black players on their team. I right. Mean, and like, and, and to me, it just meant that like, they need more athleticism. They need more dudes who can just kind of get up and down the court and who can, can compete and, and be athletes. And like few, like few, I mean, he's, he's slowly been doing it over the years and he, and you know, and Suggs is, is sort of the proof of that, but normally he goes for basketball players and not athletes. And and I think that's the thing that's holding. Well, we're I mean we're talking about Spokane, Washington too. Let's not forget like the yeah, but listen, it's taken him twenty from. years, but he's got that on. He's pulling guys all across the country now, right? And he's a he is a national brand that like Syracuse isn't getting the talent and the recruits that Gonzaga is anymore, right? Like there's a whole thing, there's a whole discussion there to talk about how teams kind of come and go. Like Georgetown is one of those places, you know, St. John's back in the day, Syracuse now is like. Bayham's hanging on by the skin of his teeth because of his son and like some other kind of guys that he, but he's not pulling those top, you know, 100 or top 550 guys or whatever across the country and stuff like he used to and stuff like, you know, uh, North Carolina barely is even in, in with Roy Williams. And I think that's why he stepped down. So there's teams like Baylor and Gonzaga who are now pulling those highly recruited and high ranked players now and stuff. And there's a shift in balance and power. But but few and Gonzaga still needs to do it. They still need. They have a long ways to go to 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 get that those kinds of players. Like well, it's, it's hard to beat University of the Pacific and uh, BYU and Santa Clara every year to win the fucking WCC. You know, like I could see why you would need to recruit outside of Spokane to pull all of those players. Give me a fucking break. <laughs> But then you look at the team like University of Washington, who's pulling like good recruits and athletic players and stuff, but they can't even make the tournament and have because a they're playing in the fucking Pac-12. They like I would love to see whoa, Washington. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, we were all high in the Pac-12 coming in the tournament. No, there, that's Chris. what I mean. They don't make it because they're playing in a tough fucking conference. No, they put, just have a terrible coach. Put they, Washington and put listen. Jalen McDaniel was put was Washington. Washington was, put Washington in fucking good. the West Coast Conference and watch them fucking sweep up. Like, give me a oh, goddamn for sure. break for sure. But the, but the level of talent. Like I think Mark Few would get more out of those guys that went to University of Washington than than they are currently. Like Jalen McDaniels is a hell of a player in the NBA, and he wasn't very good in at University of Washington. Which, so I'm just saying, like, there's a which there's Zags a, there's, players you know, which Zags players go on to be great fucking pros? Hachimura, Collins, like, tell me which ones are fucking great. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's not getting talent; he's getting basketball players, and he's over coaching them. And that's why, like, Timmy's going to go in the draft in the first round. That's why he's not. Zach Collins was probably overdrafted. I love Zach Collins. Don't, I do, don't too, but he probably should have been a lottery Timmy doesn't fucking touch the first round after that fucking 
abys- abysmal. He had he had Someone's every opportunity. Him. No chance. You know my. You I'll know, bet. I'll bet, I'll bet you a hundred dollars he doesn't go in the first round. Uh, I, if you would have told me, I don't if, want I, to do if I hundred, but I'll bet you. I'll bet he'll you, go in the twenties. Someone will draft him. No fucking way. So that's why I'm saying Jalen Suggs is his is his golden goose. Like that's his guy. Well, that dude should be able to hit a, a fucking top five pick. Guy should hit a free throw then. <laughs> Fuck that. Dude, that guy. That guy had nothing left after the UCLA game. He knows that. Like, yeah. Okay. You want to hear the fucking? You want to hear? All of Jalen Suggs' tip on UCLA. That UCLA game. I love that. Texting about him. It was one. Of the, it was one of the greatest. With th- that con- that block and pass combo was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in a college yeah, basketball game. Exactly. That block was ill, and and to get his own board and that bounce pass in fucking stride. Fuck off. Dan Dickow couldn't even do that. Fuck no. Kelly Olynyk couldn't do that. No. Mike Bibby couldn't do that. Roddy Turioff couldn't do that. <laughs> Why are you just naming Zags players? <laughs> oh, anyway, let's move on. Fuck the Zags. But I don't we... understand even how we're arguing because you're all over the place. Fuck this one. I, d- can I just be like, fuck the Zags? I, I... Of course you can. Okay, thank you. Remind me next year. Fuck the Zags. That's all I'm asking. Okay. That's it. Let's do some gambling. Because I want to, I want to play some bets this weekend. Great. And you have, you, you have. Well, I'd like to know what's what your thoughts are on the Masters. I'd like to lay some golf bets. Well, this was hard because actually, because it's already started, and there, you know, players are. There's a lot of players. There's a lot of movement already in the second round. Yeah, Rose. I see his yeah. name a lot. Um, which is funny too, because now I'm looking on DraftKings and, and like the updated. Oh man, so this Burnt Weisberger guy, who's <laughs> who's shooting up the. The, the leaderboard here now. Now he's tied in first place. Was that your, he's shooting six under today already. Through was 15. that your poll? That was who you thought were, that was where you were going with this? Well, I was going to say, like, we didn't get to it soon enough, but, like, there was a winner and there was the round leader, and he was, like, over plus, it was plus 4,000 or more. Well, let's just give me. And now, now it just happened, like, Weisberger, for the, just, just the round leader for today, he's plus 1,000. Wow. Because he's crushing it. Plus 1,000? Um, so then hit yeah, it. Yeah, he's a plus 1,000. Yeah, so hit that round leader. If you can, just for today's round. This won't be up in time, so we're gonna have to go. We're gonna. But so, so for the sake of, so that for the sake of our listeners, who are also part of the show, uh, eh. can we just like I, I'm trying to see like the the Masters bets. That's probably with any sort of futures is gonna be like tournament lines, right? Yeah. Or yeah, because you can't do leading after round. We're gonna go winners and stuff. And from what I was looking up. Uh, before about sort of the masters specifically about um, how far the farthest players have kind of come down or back from and how many strokes they've been down to win. And like the most was seven shots. Okay. Like so, Faldo did it in 90 and Tiger Woods did it in 2005. So we're saying like no so one coming into the, coming into the last day, you've got to be over seven. You got to be under seven Under seven. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so that kind of, that gets interesting to me where it's like, you really start to get limited on who you can kind of pick and choose. So, you know, coming into Sunday morning, follow those guidelines, and there's a few players you like and stuff. I think, you know, that's how you kind of bet this. At this point, since the, since the thing's already uh, started, the tournament's already started. And then, you know, everyone get, you know, half the deal gets cut after today. Right. So, so it's kind of hard for so, us to sort of talk about, you know, the future kind of going into it. But, you know, there is a couple guys to look at. That's, you know, John Rahm is even. He hasn't started today yet. Who he, is he, John Rahm? I like his name. 
yeah, he's a Spanish dude. Like his wife just had a baby. They didn't even think he was going to play. He might've had an injury or something too, maybe. Um, you know, he's always a guy who's always kind of at the top around the leaderboards. I don't know if he's actually ever won it yet. I always like to put a little taste on the Justin, Dustin. Like I like Dustin Johnson and Justin Thomas. I've never watched them golf. But they like I always put them in like top fives, and they seem to be winning. They seem to win. Yeah, except for Dustin Johnson's like sucking this year. Uh, he might not even make the cut. Well, then don't bet him. But what about so Justin Thomas? Uh, where is Thomas? I'm trying to see where Thomas is. He might be around here somewhere. Justin Thomas. He's uh, one under for the day through seven. He's tied for 17th, but he's crawling up the leaderboards a little bit. So like Justin Thomas, that's a, I think that's a good one that you should look at too. Um, I like, but uh, they, you know what? We're too Spieth late. Just playing well. He came off a, off a tournament win last weekend. Everyone's high on speed to win this, you know, this, 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 the, uh, the masters this year. Yeah. He's now, the favorite right now. Cause he's playing really right. well. Yeah. He's the favorite. Um, but plus four fifty, that's pretty good odds. Um, Justin Thomas is, is still plus 1200 to win, to win it. So that's, that's not bad. There's a couple other guys that I was thinking that's a little farther down here. Like, like Kepka is plus 4,000. Always like a Kepka. Always like Tommy Fleetwood. Right. So, Fleetwood's coming on. But he's, I would I would bet these guys up. if they were like plus if it was like top five, but they're not like DraftKings isn't giving a top five. Like they're not I doing. Would, I wonder if they can't now because it's it's already started. Because it started, so maybe like after today, that's the maybe. way. Maybe like look for a top five. I like a top five finish for like the Kepkas or the Fleetwoods. Those will be like those will be like probably plus four hundred, plus five hundred. Like yep. just the guys that like will sneak in there. I think I'm gonna take Justin Thomas to win this thing just for the because I I because I said it. I like this John Rahm idea plus twelve hundred too. Mm-hmm. The story. And then there's my guy who I'm going to sort of take because he's our he's our uh, fellow countryman. There's a Victor Norwegian? Hovland, the Norwegian. I'm looking for him, but I don't. Oh, he's plus yeah. one. He's plus one after yesterday. He hasn't started yet today. He is plus forty five hundred to win. I've got plus five thousand. Oh, okay. There you go. I, I, for no other reason, he's a, he's a Norwegian. I wanted, that's, I, I'm shooting my shot with him. Basically. I just put $5 on it. That would pay $255. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Why not? Uh, there's other guys I'm trying to look at here and see any names that are, they're, they're slowly climbing up the leaderboard here right now. And I, um, I'm not seeing the guys that I want. Maybe a Colin Morikawa. So give me, like, give our listeners some good bets. Just like, Let's hear it. Let's. I think like Colin. So Colin to to win. Like Colin Morikawa was plus thirty three hundred. Kepka's plus four hundred, four thousand. Sorry, Morikawa was plus thirty three. Yeah, thirty three hundred. Uh, Hovland is plus forty five hundred. And those are kind of the guys I think names that I'm looking at. That's that are a little farther down the list here. Um, let's, put some, let's just so sprinkle a little on those guys. Like five bucks here and there. Right? Yeah, like they, yeah. Throw a little on there. I, I like, like Tommy it. Fleetwood now. He's four hundred. He's minus I love four for Fleetwood. the day. I, I'm feeling Fleetwood for some yeah, reason. I, that I, one's I, good. And he's still uh, he's still plus sixteen hundred. So. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go Tommy Fleetwood, and I'm just gonna yeah. listen to a lot of Fleetwood Mac today, and hope that that happens. There we there we go. Speaking yeah. of betting, okay, um, we have to do a basketball bet, okay, um, and I think that that's probably okay. You want to do it for tonight? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm, we can do it for tonight. I'm gonna run down the. Whoa, that was crazy. Jesus. Thanks, ESPN, for uh, giving me a fucking ad to listen to. Uh, who does that? What websites still have a fucking pop-up ad that like plays automatically? It's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Thing. ESPN's the only one. I think ESPN is the only one. Like They're still doing like ads that come up without you clicking. It's yeah, just they just play. Yeah. All right. I don't we, want them to play. They're old school. We got uh, 
we got Indiana and Orlando. Orlando getting plus four and a half. That seems like a not enough. Um, Knicks are plus one and a half against the Grizzlies. Timberwolves are getting nine points against the Celtics. Sixers are minus six and a half in New Orleans. Chicago plus two in Hotlanta. The stumbling Spurs are plus eight and a half in Denver. Charlotte plus eight in Milwaukee. A Rockets plus 12 in LA. And then the Wizards plus five and a half against the Warriors. Chris, thoughts? What Wizards are what? Plus four and a half? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Bulls have been red hot lately. They've won, what, four in a row? Five in a row? They're playing okay. But Atlanta's they, doing well too, though. So. Atlanta's playing well, and I actually like Atlanta's. Chicago's on the other side of a back to back. So okay. I, I'm kind yeah, of, I'm actually feeling Atlanta minus two on that was, that was my one game that I actually felt oh. good about. Okay. All right. Um, I think really the only other one, the Knicks plus one and a half kind of tempts me because they always feel like they, they play these games really close and it comes down to a last shot. Wow, and we could not be more off step. I think that the Grizzlies are just on fire. The Grizzlies are trying to make the playoffs. Okay. And now they have jaw back. I'm like, okay. I'm hesitant to bet them at all. The Stay Knicks, for some reason, play well on Friday nights. I don't know what oh, if that means that anything. Up. Yeah. So, so and but there's just not enough of a line there. Um, the Clip, okay. So the, how about the Clippers might T-Wolves. play off too? Yeah. Let's hear mm-hmm. what you, let's hear your T Wolves pick. T Wolves plus you have it at plus nine plus uh maybe eight eight and a half. I got it no at eight nine. And a half. Plus nine. I got it at plus nine. Okay. That actually, I like, and I don't even know if the, are the, are the T-Wolves even playing any better as of late. Um, it depends on when they're playing. They're playing teams close and they're scrappy. They like, they just lost like a heartbreaker to the Pacers. Boston's fucking weird. Like sucking. Who knows what's up with that team? Uh, Boston seems to like to keep games close. So that's it. I like that as an, that's an interesting one. A lot of one. points, I think. I think it's a lot of points too. I also like the Wizards against Golden State. Golden State sucks. And the Wizards, for some reason, want to win. And plus four and a half, I feel like there's a chance the Wiz. See, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I just watched Golden State the other night, actually, a little bit. And I kind of I liked them. <laughs> uh, and I feel like you, anybody can beat the Wizards, basically. Um, especially so, Golden State's at home. Okay. Uh, I feel like our, our, unless you want to take Sixers minus six and a half, I, like that I feel too. like the Timberwolves is kind of our... Let's stay away from round. the Sixers just to not bet the Sixers, but let's do a parlay. <laughs> Hawks minus two or just a money line? Uh, minus, two, minus two. Uh, whatever you think is best because I'll, I'll defer to you on that one because I, money line probably feels safer, but um, if you can get more money taking the spread... You can spread, get more money, so it'll be a plus, plus 263 with those two teams. So I think right. with the with the Hawks minus two and the T Wolves plus nine, that is a guarantee. That is our lock of the week. <laughs> I will not be putting very much money on that game. <laughs> but, but I put a little bit on it. I like your <laughs> golf I like your golf bets better. But I got a, I put a little bit on it just for the for the fun of it. Um do you have any other uh, fun gambling tidbits for our listeners? I I'm trying to think if I I don't I actually didn't do a lot of gambling research uh, this week, unfortunately. Um, I I don't know if you've bet on like any baseball. Have you seen any baseball bets that are that are I, I didn't even know baseball started already. 
Well, it didn't if you're the Washington Nationals. <laughs> like it just, well, that's true. It just, just kind of did. Apparently, the Phillies are good. I don't know. Uh, I, are they? Yeah, they won. They right. won games, I think. Okay. Baseball's back. Okay, so here's a here's something we can tie into baseball because I think it's I think it's something that we've we've talked about a lot on the show and I think it's actually starting to gain momentum. Not in baseball, but it, I think it, baseball is an inevitability. But PPG Paints Arena, which is where the Penguins play, have agreed on a deal with Rivers Casino, which is Pittsburgh's local casino, to do a gambling lounge in stadium. Which is something that like DraftKings did in New York a long time ago, even though like gambling still isn't legal in New York State. Yep. Right. Uh, it is it is a tide turner that you are going to basically have gambling lounges in arenas. To me, this is yep. the one thing that can save baseball. We've talked about it. Like it's if you could do like in game, even pitch by pitch gambling, even what we've talked about is at your seat. Yep. Uh, at a baseball game. Like that to me, like what is more fun than sitting outside on a sunny day watching a very boring sport, getting drunk and gambling on it? I, I don't, I would never gamble on hockey, but I like the idea of hockey like pivoting this direction. I know it's got a lot of pushback, but I think it's what's going to be in the stadiums. I think we've talked about this before. Would you agree? Yeah, although at this point, I'll just make the counter argument that I don't think anything can save baseball. Like the games, like they tr- they they just tried to like make the game shorter and and do all these stupid little you know things and and the in the in the runner on second and over in the in the extra innings. And the games are still almost uh, like four hours. They're getting longer, not shorter now. I haven't. Like, have you? It's when was, when was the last time you watched a baseball game? When was the last time you like sat down and were like. There here was, we, it, you know go. what, it might have been the night of the Gonzaga championship game, and, and since they were getting blown out, and I happened to see that the the Mariners were on ESPN or the Baseball Network or something, and it was like you know ten o'clock at night or eleven o'clock at night, and I was like, oh, all right, I'll turn on and watch watch the Mariners, and I got maybe one batter through, and I was like, ah, I'd rather just watch the Gonzaga get blown out. Like, no, that's what I mean. Like, when was the last time you were like, here I, I can't, go? I won't. Here I, I go. I refuse to. I'm gonna sit down, pitch by pitch. Listen to an announcer, watch a baseball game. Just un like like with the. We usually do this. We do usually do our stupid season preview and pick the you know World Series winners, you know, kind of things and have fun with it. I totally forgot the season started, you know, a week or two ago. Like that's how uninterested and un, you know I'm not paying attention to baseball. So like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch a, sh- a, a game a whole game. Let I was alone gonna I was gonna challenge you to watch a game. I was gonna say Ugh. let's see if we could sit. How much are you gonna pay me? I don't know. So that's the thing. Like, I mean, but that's what you're hitting on. I think is 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 you know, gam- you're like you have to gamble. There has to be gambling involved to even be interested in baseball. Well, that's the thing. Is like you have to be the, the one selling point has always been like it's fun to go to a game, but it isn't fun to go to a game. No, like it, you, I used to be like, oh, I love a baseball game, but I don't even think I like to go to a baseball game. But if you could sit in your seat and gamble, like the way that like yes. way the way that like you pass the hat, you know, you pay, play pass the hat. So normally I don't even like to go to a, a, a sporting event with friends because I usually like to watch the game, you know, whether it's basketball or football or whatever. Um, and I, but, but to go to a baseball game and you know, there's like five, six of us and we just hang out cause we're not watching the game and just talking and like yeah. socializing that I was like, yeah, I could kind of get into that, but then I don't have to go to a baseball game to do that then. I don't want to spend the money on a ticket and $20 beers at a baseball game. Well, that's why you go see the Pittsburgh Pirates because the baseball games suck. The tickets are like free. Cheap. Okay. And you could get giant white clams for like nothing. Like it's peanuts. 
I remember, yeah. I, and, it's a, and you're right on the river. I could walk there. Like that's See, that's, that's a, not. Yeah. That's the only reason to go to baseball is to, because yeah. it you want to like that. That says everything to me about baseball. The best baseball there is is walkable. You watch a shitty team, so you don't care, mm-hmm. and everything is cheap. Yeah, that's why I stopped going. What does to that Yankee say about baseball? Wife. What does that say about baseball? That the worst of baseball is the best of baseball. I don't want to yeah. get on a fucking train and go to the Bronx. Are you yeah, kidding for me? For 45 minutes to an Stand hour? Stand in the no. fucking worst goddamn security line in yeah. history. Yeah. You can't bring a laptop in. I'm over is, with it. Yeah, I'm over it. Makes I'm no fucking sense. Yeah. You can't, no, sir. You can't have this laptop in here. You have to go to the bowling alley across the goddamn road and give it to them. Pay them <laughs> to hold on to you. You trust that? Yeah. Because you might blow up the stadium. Fuck off. Like, I, like what? Like, no one wants to blow up Yankee Stadium. That's you want to hear the opposite of, of that? Kristen came to me to a, a Pirates game with her first year of residency. She got a page, had to go to a hospital, and then walked back in. And the guy said, I can't really let you in, but I'm going to turn the other way. And actually turned the other way. <laughs> <laughs> and she walked into the game. That's what sports should be, basically. Right? I mean, come on. That's just beautiful. So it's depressing, but that really is. Yeah. That's, so that, fuck baseball. Fuck baseball. We won't even do a preview. That's it, yeah. man. I think that yeah. I, 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 I we'll think, just replay last year's prediction. Well, who <laughs> we'll won last it year? In. <laughs> Didn't, the, probably the Rockies and <laughs> it's always the Rockies. In fact, yeah. I love the Rockies again this year. And the Brewers or something. I uh, will root for the Reds. Is 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 my dude? Is Bomb or whatever? What the fuck is this? Bauer. Name? Bauer is he still on that team? No, he's with the Dodgers now. So you're not gonna like. He's him. with the Dodgers. Yeah, of course he's with the Dodgers. God man. damn! Fuck baseball, man. Really? <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> the coolest dude just joined the fucking frontrunners. Oh, by the way, the Astros are fucking like six and one. So hate them all you want. Baseball sucks. Uh, yep. They moved the All Star game. I guess I give them credit for that. All right, Chris. I don't got much more to say. I'm depressed now. Fucking baseball. Baseball's the Gonzaga of fucking sports. <laughs> well, it's mostly white people, so that makes sense. God. <laughs> you got anything else you want to add? No, I'm done too. All I'm, right. I'm, I'm I'm just bored now because we're talking about baseball. I'm so in- interested in this. Put a fork in us. I fucking I'm over it. Goodbye. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh,